Whatever happened to Jay-Z? I don't know. He was on everything. I saw he was at the Super Bowl. He's around. He shows yeah, no, but like, I feel like he... Like, does, he does he do any rap anymore? I'm sure he does, but it just doesn't make it to like... <laughs> well, it's not on the radar. We, do you listen to any new hip-hop? <laughs> oh, God. No. I don't this song. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not. Exactly. I'm not a huge fan of it. I never. Even I just when remember it came that out. beginning part, like how it started. That was Derek yeah. Jeter's walk up music. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah. Even these guys. Well, I mean, granted, we Lincoln Park. Yeah, well, I mean, we know what happened with Chester, Chester Benningfield, Bennington. What did happen? Sorry. <laughs> he killed himself. Did he really? Yeah. Jesus. That guy. That guy right there. Yeah. And then they just folded up. No. Nothing on after that. That's it. Wow. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, maybe it was too sad that they weren't doing anything else. I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, they were. They just came out with a new album maybe like a m- month or two before. Really? And it's crazy listening like some of the the pressers for like before everything happened with him. Like he, there was one interview I saw where he was kind of elaborating. He's like inside my head, like in between my ears, it's not a good place. It's like all the signs were there when you look back at it and you wonder like, how did this go unchecked? Especially somebody who's like broadcasting their thoughts as like their art form. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's interesting. Well, as I've said it multiple times, a lot of these entertainers, celebrities, stuff like that, the reason why they're really good at what they do is that they probably have a touch of of mania from bipolar disorder. And I'm not saying that to disparage them by any stretch of the imagination, but that kind of allows them the the creativity to kind of get out of who they are as a person. It's kind of break down those boundaries of kind of containing themselves. Um but along with the mania, unfortunately, you swing in the complete opposite direction and you get to you get to the to the major depressive disorder that comes along with it. And people just go off the deep end with that. It's it's awful. Well, I think that must be part of it, right? To be able to go out there and be a performer, but then able to reel it back kind of yeah. and then have a, a normal life if they're able to achieve that. So I think that's why, why you see a lot of drugs get into it because they have yeah. a hard time disassociating the two. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're self medicating is what they're doing. But I mean, God forbid we address mental health as a major issue in this country. It's crazy, right? Because one thing that came up last election cycle, it's like Donald Trump. I remember at one point was bringing up, and this isn't even the last. I mean, we're going back 2016. I remember there was one point where he wanted to address like the opioid epidemics and everything Mm -hmm. like that. And it was almost like he started and then the mic got passed over. Then it was Hillary Clinton's chance to speak. And then Mm -hmm. it would just went like, kind of got like, she started with it, but then in that political tactfulness was like kind of loaded into a tangent where like it didn't get addressed. Of course not because those are her donors, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) just like you see with a lot of, a lot of news agencies and we'll get to talking about all this stuff, but it's crazy. Yeah. 
Yeah, without a doubt. So what do you uh, got today? I I got I'm finishing off this bottle of Basil Hayden's. You know what I got? I think it's on its last leg. What you a got? Brand new bottle of Basil Hayden's. Nice. Which you know, when I, when I saw, I see the see the top there in your camera, and I see, like, the white cap. I thought it was, like, a bottle of, like, Romanoff vodka in a, in a plastic bottle or something like that. Some <laughs> or Bukov. Bukov, yeah. Bukov, Dubra. <laughs> oh, God. There's something else. It's called, like, Ultra ultra Blue or something like that. Did you ever see it? No. I've never had it. I've never had it. A friend of mine talks about it all the time. It's like he wants to go back to his his like transitional phase from like high school to college, where you're trying to figure it all out. Uh, that that shit will definitely you know put some hair on your ass. Put some. What's the? What would be the urban dictionary like? Sizzle chest is that? What, what would be the? Uh, what would be the adjective? What do you got? Hey. Nice. Mine was a little. Little bit uh low pitched. You're done at the end there, buddy. I am. Bottoms up. As I put it into my collection over here, it sounded like a bowling alley. I just bowled down. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Salud, salud, my friend. Salud. I'm still so impressed on how smooth that is. I know. It's very good. Excellent, in fact, I'd say. Oh, what interesting times we are in once again, huh? Seriously, we have Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, like, I don't know where to start or like. Well, it's funny. If... You you messaged me earlier in the day. I'm like, you know, I don't think I could add anything. I mean, there's a couple articles that you shared with me that we could have piggybacked onto it, but I looked at this little four point series that we're looking at for tonight. Yeah. And really, as we go on our little tangents, there's a lot to cover on each of these four subjects. Yeah. So which one would you like to start with? Why don't we start at the top? Start off with the capital, capital January 6th footage released. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's dive in head first. All right, cool. So any of our listeners haven't, listened, haven't really heard too much about it because of course it doesn't get too much attention on mainstream media what we may be like nbc cbs and your weekly or the the nightly news uh, world news stories that you would you would hope to hear this story right i mean yeah it would be like this unchecked version that was kind of so there, there's thousands of hours obviously for over forty thousand hours of surveillance footage from the capitol building on january 6th the day of the insurrection and granted, I'm not going to dis, dis, discount anything. I'm not going to say that there is anything, you know, anything was right in this. I think it's a yeah. bad idea to try to take over the Capitol. But at the time, I remember we had this discussion where we were saying that something looked very suspect in this whole thing where this is, you know, we're supposed to be the, the leaders of the free world. But yet we have people with pitchforks looking like a mob from a Frankenstein movie that's able to take <laughs> over our, our nation's capital. And something yeah. just didn't seem right at the time. And it's interesting that when all this footage is released, Tucker Carlson gets a hold of it and he puts it on the air. And what you end up seeing is that there was a lot of green lights that were offered. And what I mean by that is there was actually Capitol Police that were letting people into the building. They were actually showing people 
the way to get including this this shaman character that they yeah. wanted to name the, uh, the the Jacob Chansley yeah who's ended up doing four years yeah so I mean there's a lot that was that was seen in this footage that kind of discounts the severity I think of I mean we we've all seen the the the, the footage of doors getting pushed down and in fact you know there was a, a what we called them the uh, an insurrectionist who yeah. was actually shot in the middle and killed um she, like I, said, I think she was a an air force veteran oh was she i mean yeah, either way I like so. i said i i don't think any i don't i'm not encouraging any of this yeah but what i'm saying is that there's a lot that came out with this and it gets a backseat there's how come this isn't talked about more more importantly how come this footage wasn't made available when a lot of these individuals were going to trial uh, i i don't know it's i i hate to say it's it's done on purpose but it really looks like there's a lot of evidence that's, that's being withheld on purpose and the crazy thing is is that when when he released this footage yeah the the narrative was that he was cherry picking his whatever views whatever portions of video he was showing which in some instances i mean you see people walking around like they're generalized tourists just checking it out i mean mm -hmm. there's people like i said there was members of the capitol police that were lending or that, that were navigating jacob chansley to the, the the chambers you know what yeah. i mean and in fact there was video footage of him doing a prayer thanking the capitol hill police for escorting him to the chamber mm -hmm. while he's in the middle of every like where he's hand you know the photos of him holding up the gavel like you know being completely not where, somewhere where he's supposed to be he was escorted there by the very people that were supposed to stop him <laughs> And then on top yeah. of that, they're going to try him. He's going to end up doing four years. And I mean, granted, like this, this is evidence that could have been, he was, the court was held in, in Virginia. Obviously, there's a lot of people that are close to this situation. I mean, he, he would probably have been found guilty in great scheme of things, but at least let him provide a proper defense for himself. Yeah. Yep. And we didn't hear much about that trial or no, the trial for any, any of the people who were, who were tried for this. No, but you heard a lot about the the, the the verdicts. Oh, of course. I feel like I, my phone was blowing up, you know, with a news alert that was said so-and-so from fucking Wichita was found guilty of putting his feet up on Nancy Pelosi's desk. Like, I, I mean, I, I don't know. But I think the the real story is is the fact, I mean, like I said, a lot of news agencies said that he cherry-picked the best portions of the video but who's to say that the cherry picked point excuse me the cherry picked points of the video weren't the ones that they were showing to show how violent it was inside and granted a lot of the ways that they gained access to the capital were definitely violent i mean when you're smashing windows out and climbing through yeah but those are the ones that they showed yeah I mean, like i said i mean in watching some but of these and, video and that's, clips and where you see people just walking around like it's no big deal and and that's the thing was was the rest of the of the inside of the Capitol, I, I don't remember. Was it, I don't think it was completely trashed, was it? 
No, but there was even parts of this video that were showing people that were walking through that were actually picking yeah. up the mess. Yeah. That's yep. insane to me. And, you know, and I go back to talking about the podcast that we did around that time. And I, I was making light of the fact that, you know, it was during the era of social distancing and a lot of people who were in this involved in this insurrection, a lot of the still footage, they were they were socially distancing. They were wearing masks and they were staying within the velvet robes. They didn't cross that plane. Yeah. <laughs> they were the most rule ab rule abiding Yep. lawbreakers of all time <laughs> but it's crazy it's because every time something like this like if this comes out and just it just became the tucker tucker carlson story and you know how he was dangerously pushing a false agenda and yeah. dangerously you know giving people an idea that things weren't as bad as is what was led on when yeah i mean listen you, you can't you can't discredit the fact that what happened is there were some people that were just walking around there taking pictures and enjoying a, a free tour of the Capitol. I mean, yeah. illegally, I mean, yep. I'm not saying that, but it's, it became this, this big narrative is the only word that you could use yeah. to kind of, I mean, because it was right after a, a Trump rally. So you could use that, check that box to make it look like, just add to your ammunition against this guy. Yeah. Which is, I mean, I don't know, which is an argument in itself because here we are, how many years later, he hasn't been in office, but we're still seeing subpoenas for Trump and, and, and we need to see his taxes still? Why do we still need to see his taxes? Like, why? Because he wants to run again? It's all distraction. That's all it's, it is. It's crazy. And there hasn't been more of a time to see distraction. And I know this sounds like the biggest conspiracy theory thing, but... When you look at this and some of the other topics tonight, it's just like, how is this really what's clouding up the news? And why is no actual news? You know, why are we covering it? You know, why are why why is it on Ocho and the Civ? But it gets discussion, but nobody's looking around. Like, hey, did you see those videos of the insurrection that we were told that was this big mayday situation? Yeah. And like I said, I mean, I cannot help but go back to that conversation that we had and just like. Mm -hmm we have such a powerful military that's overflowing with high-tech weapons that we're, we, we have enough to give to Ukraine that we don't need them here. Yeah. But, but, you know, come with your tiki torches and pitchforks and you're going to be able to overthrow the capital. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, I don't know. Uh, it's, I'm, 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 I'll be honest. I'm at a, at a loss for words for this as well as several other things that we're going to talk about tonight that are just like you can't it's hard for me to really look at anything else and say or just look at everything you know with uh, what the hell's the word i'm trying to trying to say like look at everything very very suspiciously and not believe anything for for the way it's published in the in the, in the mainstream media you just can't trust it anymore at all and and for and it's it's amazing because it's stuff like this that just that keeps fueling the fire of division between a certain part of the country and another part of the country i mean it's it's it, it, all this stuff is is continuously meant to divide us as much as possible and neither side is willing to 
is willing to compromise. And it's, it's, um, I, I fear for where we're going with all this. Like, why is, why is this information being withheld? Why is other information being withheld? Why is the timing of certain information absolutely fucking impeccable? And we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it just starts to spiral. I mean, we had this Capitol Police officer where they basically said that he was killed during this. Yeah. And and then you find out later that, no, he wasn't. He had a stroke. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't related to this. Yeah. I mean, it, it's sad that he died. But then but you don't but you don't hear that. No. And I think what was the story that the New York Times quietly retracted their statement that he died as a result of the insurrection? Yeah. It's just like yeah, when you see like. like you know, you ever see the 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 corrections that like newspapers would make? I mean, who reads newspapers now anyway? But remember when you would see like, oh, by the way, there is a correction on page four. We incorrectly, whatever. But it was like so minute. Like, yeah, you gave a disclaimer. You said that you were wrong, but you did it so subtly. You know, you're reading like a four page story saying one thing, and then you're going to do a one word. Like, hey, we fucked up, and it was yeah. really this. Oh. Yeah, I, 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 I just, I don't, I don't trust the media anymore. It's impossible to when you see things like this. No, no, you can't because it's. I, I was just listening to. Um, I started listening to a podcast that that Joe Rogan had with. He had Matt Taibbi on, who's one of the. Oh, that was good. Speaking of which, we could talk about this. I mean, we didn't have this on our our agenda here, but it certainly lends to this um and, it, and we could segue it into our, our next our next topic with the wuhan lab leak but seeing him being grilled by the members of congress in the hearing did you watch any of that oh yeah absolutely it was it was almost like i don't even know how to describe it. it it wasn't even it wasn't like watching a comedy show it was just and I, it, I don't want to make it seem like it's biased. Like you know, the Republicans were just asking, uh, you know, all objective questions because they weren't. Because a lot of it was they had an agenda. They were trying to put. They were trying to have that "I told you so" moment uh, with with Twitter and social media and stuff like that. But there was a lot of interesting information that came out of that hearing. And yet, when you listen to a lot of the questions that the, the Democrats were asking, it was almost like they were just trying to discredit these these journalists from the information that they got that, that, that they got cherry picked data from, from Elon Musk and all this other stuff. It is if like, and it, it, the fascinating thing about it is that the Democrats on this hearing that were asking these questions were basically trying to, trying to discredit these journalists as being right wing zealots along with Elon Musk. But the, the absolute comical thing about all that is that neither Elon Musk nor Matt Taibbi, nor Barry Weiss, nor Michael Schellenberger, or probably anybody else from the from the free press, are right wingers. In fact, they're all left leaning, if not relatively left wing, socio politically speaking. But yet they are presenting their 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 journalistic findings as objectively as they possibly could, and yet they're still being discredited by the by the Democrats. Which is it, crazy because it, he it, wrote for Rolling Stone magazine. Exactly, and Barry Weiss was from was from the New York Times. 
she was a col- she was a, a journalist for the New York Times, and she left because she couldn't take their <clears throat> how, how biased they were anymore. Michael Schellenberger ran for like mayor of San Francisco. You can't exactly be anything anything right of far left if you want to be if you want to be the mayor of San Francisco nowadays. He he wrote a or it was either mayor of San Francisco or governor of California. The guy isn't exactly he's not a right wing zealot by any stretch of the fucking imagination. He's so far from that from that from that political standpoint that the fact that they're trying to paint him as that is is fascinating. Absolutely fascinating. And yet the narrative coming from people who the blind allegiance that people have for the Democrats just keeps pushing this idea that, yes, these are right wing zealots and they're pu- pushing all this forward to, you know, to try to get Donald Trump reelected. Like, really? Like, this is like a- as a commoner. OK, not even somebody who who's a politician who's on Capitol Hill. Uh, you're you're you keep rooting heavily for your political team. And for no good reason whatsoever, it's it's I I I don't I I don't have the words to describe it. Well, it's great because you talk about this attack on his journalism. Did you see this exchange? Watch this. It's just a matter of what data was given to these so-called journalists. Uh, Hold hold on, we're back. This isn't just a matter of what data was given to these so-called journalists before us. Now, there are many legitimate questions about where Musk got the financing to buy. Pause that for a second. Let's not forget that Elon Musk was forced to buy Twitter. Yeah. Well, the 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 interesting thing about this clip is that well, I forgot what that rep's name is from from the Virgin Islands when she says so-called journalist and the camera pans to Matt Taibbi and Michael Schellenberger. Matt Taibbi like has this like this this smile on his face. He looks at Michael Schellenberger. It was like. As if, like, he's saying, is she fucking for real right now? <laughs> Just check, know who I am. I'm about to let her know. Yeah. Uh, and a staunch advocate of the First Amendment. Uh, Ranking member Plaskett, um, I'm not a so-called journalist. Respect, you. you asked me who gave it who, who gave. I asked you uh, who gave it to you, and once you said that they were your sources, I then asked you if you had spoken with Elon Musk. I did not ask you who those sources were. Do you consider Mr. Musk to be the direct source of all this? No, now you're you're trying to get me to say that he is the source. But we found in the files, this is a this is a, a bad mashup. But one one that I like is he's talking about how uh, he basically lights up. He's like, I, I'm not a so-called journalist. I, I've gone on. He talks about the fact that he's written for Rolling Stone for so many years. He's written numerous books that were New York Times bestsellers. Things that don't typically exclaim right-wing Republican. You know, exactly, and the create like even beyond that, when this woman, uh, you're talking about another one where she's basically trying to get him to say yes, Elon Musk was my source. With, I mean, obviously, if he's getting the information from Twitter, he's the owner of Twitter. I mean, all fingers point to Elon Musk being the source. But to get an, a, a journalist, I mean, this is basic First Amendment. You, you, journalists are allowed to withhold their sources. Like this is yeah. They are granted Im- immunity as far as that. Like, but it's crazy to see that they just try to discredit him and bring him down when really he's he there's even a point where he's talking about how he's like, yes, you know, right wing as well as left wing. But we're we're both meddling with with Twitter and trying to censor information. Yeah. But they don't want to and, hear and it. that and, and, and that's the part that's lost in all this. 
that that's the part that gets lost in this in this in this distraction or this deflection by by the democrats like they're they're trying to discredit them and all the all these these far left wing followers these commoners that go to bat for the, for the democrats on capitol hill during this hearing to say yeah you know this this is look, look this is a big nothing burger it's, really this nothing is a big burger. nothing burger okay so so when any any part of our elected officials go to social media and you have you have direct evidence right there objective evidence showing you that they are asking to to uh to censor people's accounts or to block people's accounts because of things that are being said that should be very alarming for you no matter what your what your political leaning is it should have absolutely nothing to do with politics at that point at that point other than the federal government is going behind everybody's back to social media now to to pick and choose what information gets out there if that's not a violation of the first amendment i don't know what is and people could say yeah well you know twitter twitter is is an independent organization they could do whatever they want yes i i agree with you on that one but again when the federal government gets involved in that that is a major fucking problem and the fact that people can't see that and yet they're going to bat for their political side just 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 to you know to to not sound stupid basically what it comes down to that's that it's it's alarming it's very alarming well isn't that the most ironic part of this whole thing right because what is the the, the progressive stance while trump was in office was you know nazism fascism right it, it was just that constant chattering but meanwhile this whole time the fbi has been involved with the censorship of material on social mediums on on, on twitter and, and mark zuckerberg you know he danced around the topic you mentioned joe rogan before but when mark zuckerberg mm -hmm. was on he danced around answering that whole question and how the fbi came with with information that, they, that was and they just told him that you know you're going to get some possible interference information and it's best that you just censor it i mean this is the problem right because what's really happening is there is censorship there is fascism that's going on there you are being yep. told what you're allowed to know and what you're not allowed to know and what you're being controlled the information that's spoon fed to you i mean yep. if it's not evident is in just social media platforms but it's also something that we've been discussing since the inception of this 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 podcast and it's just that you, you know I, I still remember in the first one that we ever did and you were talking about covid and there was a lot that wasn't known and there still isn't a lot that's that's known but even back then it, you 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 made this very clear. You said not to pay attention to pundits, not to pay attention to f political figureheads and get your information from, you know, places that are more reliable and, and like to think that, you know, Mayo Clinic, World Health Organization were places that you were referring to as in good resources. I don't know if that's changed since then, but. Yep, it has. <laughs> but I, I think that's something that's, you know, th that's the big takeaway to all this and you know because the information that we thought the, th the place we thought that was our town square and this is the why it's so important with somebody like elon Musk taking over with the vision that he has provided it's the it, it's the actual vision that he's going to put forth you know what i mean he's not saying yeah. that he's going to do one thing but meanwhile smoke and mirrors you know it's the man behind the curtain in the wizard of Oz. so what i'd like to think is that this town square and granted i mean there's a lot of kinks that you have to work out because when it was first unveiled with his his way of running things I guess there was a lot of behind, you know, I, I don't really use Twitter to the extent where maybe I would have seen this, but I know that there's a lot of people that that's their primary engagement as far as social media goes. So maybe that had seen, you know, a lot of 
well, they must have because it was it was talked about, so it had to originate someplace, and maybe it's just you know flapping gums, but you know basically uncensored racial epithets so there were spit forth yeah. you know i mean things like that things that you you should know better than it's just like you know the argument can be made which you've put forth is who gets to decide what's hate speech you know what i mean exactly that's, that's, but i i think you know i i think it, it it would make sense to have some kind of censorship just in regards to the words that could be used right i mean you could provide algorithms that say you know what is disinformation because you know it's not a single person that's just like it'd be like even, even a, whatever group they'd be going mad trying to sift through tons and tons of social media i mean posts that were you know so there's got to be some kind of ai that's that's behind the scenes i mean you yourself you've been put in facebook yeah. jail plenty of times i mean i feel like you have your own bail bondsman so <laughs> I, I i think that in itself you know, if you could have an AI that could decipher the, you know, or, or attempt to decipher whatever the message is that somebody's trying to get across in a social media post, I feel like there should be able to be a software that's designed to remove objectable slurs or, right? You know what I mean? Like certain things, like, you know, when referencing a Jewish person like a K, or you know, or in referencing uh, an Irish person calling them the like a Mick or something like that, or the N word yeah. as for your black, you know what I mean? There should be some kind of algorithm that could replace that and flag that, right? I understand to hold yeah. those back, but when it's it, when it's something else, I mean, racial slurs, I think those are easy to weed out, and it maybe even not having an algorithm to destroy the whole post. Or maybe destroy the whole post. You want to use like these, or even provide a list of words, right? I mean, it makes it. I mean, there's always ways of tiptoeing around it, but at least. But the the problem with it is that the like you know everybody swoons about artificial intelligence and and algorithms and and complex calculations and all that other stuff. The pro the the thing that gets lost in all this all this automation and. AI and intelligence and all this other bullshit is context that gets completely lost in, in digital format. And, and unfortunately computers can't really judge context. They're, they're, they're not, it's, they're not equipped to do it. They don't have, they don't have that level of reasoning or comprehension to really understand if I'm, if I'm using like, I'll give you an example if I use the N word, if I use it in a derogatory fashion versus speaking about the history behind it and how it came to be, the context behind that word are totally different in, in, in those two situations. But what, what we would be asking AI to do or algorithms is just to eliminate that word altogether from, from any, from any conversation. Did you see what I'm saying? Now, again, I do. Now again, I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say 99 times out of 100 that that the N word is used, it's being used in a derogatory manner. I get that, but for that one time where somebody else wants to learn about why is it a derogatory term, what's the origin behind it, and all that other stuff, now you've completely shut down that conversation, and therefore now you you you've completely you've lost any sort of dialogue about that. Same thing with the term Nazi. If we just say let's 
let's just eliminate the word Nazi from the English language altogether. It can never be spoken online or in books or anything else like that. We will never learn who the Nazis were and what they did and why that's relevant. That, I that That's my issue behind all extent. that. I agree with you to an extent, but I, I don't think... I, I don't know. Are, are we turning to Twitter to to find out the origins of the N word? No, 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 I no, mean, no, no, without a doubt, no. But what, right. what I'm what I'm saying is okay. Even if that word is replaced and it's just like a blocked. I mean, I'm just thinking of alternatives here. I'm just spitballing. No, I there, but... see the 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 issue is that you need a real person that's going to examine all these conversations mm -hmm. to say, okay, well, this is kind of salty. Okay, this one I understand where the conversation is going here. Um, you know, this one is it's kind of bordering or it's it's kind of straddling the fence in terms of being derogatory versus educational or something like that. Yeah. But I mean, how like do you I have said, I do understand. I I, I yeah. get that aspect of it. It's just it's but I don't the, know. Like it, I said, I mean, this is just something that when it was when, on its inception of of Eli and Musk taking over Twitter, I think this is what, you know, this is where the problem came from when people were talking about his kind of town square style of governing Twitter mm -hmm. and the, the problems that they were undertaking because a lot of people saw it as, okay, now it's platform that now it's a platform for hate, right? Yeah. But you're going to have your, your sects, if you will, that do. But like I said, I mean, I, I've said this before and you've, you've said the same thing. I mean, if these aren't ideas that you subscribe to, there's always that block button. You know what I mean? Like it's, I feel like it, that's, exactly. that's much easier. I mean, if, if um, somebody's being a, a, like a total dick, I mean, there, there's a way to report them. But at the same time, it's like people could be so overly sensitive and say, you know, I can say the word Nazi in the context of, of talking about history versus you know, calling somebody a Nazi or portraying myself as being a Nazi and somebody could just right. be, you know, I, that, that word just offends me and I get triggered. I'm going to report you on that. This is, this is the problem that you have in terms of trying to, trying to exert any sort of, any sort of blocking of free speech for quote unquote, the public good or for the greater good. I mean, yes, some people probably do have good intentions but the but the question is who determines what's right and what's wrong when right. when you can't when you have to consider context yeah. context is a lot more complicated it just is I, i'm sorry to hear that i mean there, there's a lot of shit that i see online that i'm like this is ridiculous why why is this even on here i mean like i why why are people even having this conversation or or, or, or saying this stupid shit it just makes no sense it shows how ignorant they are but at the same time it's if you if you mute them, then you you slowly start lowering the standard for who gets muted, and then you start getting to where you start muting people who are trying to have legitimate dialogue because somebody doesn't like what they said. Yeah, I mean, and this goal goes to I mean because don't forget I, and and I I throw this onto what you're saying with the idea of context. I mean, people follow comedians, for example. Mm -hmm. And they, they might say something that's that's objectable, um, and you know he might not subscribe to those ideas, but they're 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 making jokes, and that's yeah. people that do tend to gravitate towards their brand of humor are going to find things that are funny just in, in that regard. And let's not forget, I mean, if you're turning on a, a comedian to find your political discourse, or one of those lovely ladies from The View, or even us for that matter, for your political discourse, I mean, you need to reevaluate your, <laughs> your perspective of things, and and just kind of 
take a worldview for yourself. I mean, let's not, let's not discount the idea that, you know, a majority of people, they kind of, they'll turn on the news just to see what's going on, however it's reported to them. And it's kind of the, the spoon fed idea, right? So whatever, I mean, we could use the, the insurrection and we could even move on, like, you know, because we're talking about censorship to the next topic. And this is that COVID-19, the lab leak theory. So if, yeah. If you're if you're hedging your 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 knowledge of all things worldly on whatever is given to you by the media, you're gonna like okay, okay. Well, the news said that there there wasn't a lab leak theory. Like it's this is all came from bats, and you're you're gonna take that at face value and be like, okay, well, this is. I mean, they're journalists and they do investigative reporting, so they clearly must have done their background research on this before they put this forth for me to to take in, right? People have that. People have that idea and this, that trust for the media that that's they're they're going to do that because they do the research for them. Uh -huh. But that's not another case, and this is what we're seeing now. Yeah, the the research that's done for you is is what they want you is what they want you to hear, as opposed to what you should hear. They're 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 consistently trying to drive you down the road that they want you to go down, versus you choosing your own path. Of course, because if you look at something like COVID and you see that a lot of these multi, these mainstream news outlets are, are bought and paid for by Pfizer, for example, I mean, of course, you're not going to turn the thing and say like, okay, well, this lab fucked things up and we need to hold them accountable. And while they're at it, like, what's the formula here so we know how to combat this whole thing? When uh -huh. instead, I mean, because that was a big thing when this they were when they were talking about you know, finding the origins of this so they could combat it and, and come up with a, a vaccination or just a treatment in general. Instead, it was just like this whole like, um, well, there's a pangolin. Yeah. What the fuck is a pangolin? Well, a pangolin, if you haven't heard of them, they're pretty responsible for this whole thing. And this whole idea of this wet market, I mean, wet market, like if you looked into seeing what an actual wet market is, it's something that you would see in China, yes. But it's not something that you would see in a city as developed as Wuhan. I mean, Wuhan would be like New York City, right? So imagine yeah. like New York City, and in the middle of it, there's just like a livestock place. You're going to go in there. You're going to buy your cow. You're going to figure out like you and your buddy are going to split up the cow. You're going to take it home. But meanwhile, there's all this other exotic animals as well that you could take home and eat. And that's right in the middle of downtown Manhattan. Could you imagine that? No, I'm not buying that shit for a second now, especially. But when John, when John Stewart had his little bit, I don't know if you've seen it when he was on Steve Colbert and he was talking yeah, about, he's like, no, right no, no, he did. And it was crazy to see somebody like Steve Colbert. Well, it's not really that crazy to see somebody like him. I mean, you would expect him to toe the party line, regardless of where it took them to the depths of hell. But you, you, you would see him where he was trying to reel him back in because he didn't want him talking about that one because of his sponsors. Right. Mm -hmm. And two, because like I said, he's towing that line where they're saying like, no, 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 that's not, that's not where this came from. We have to tell the people that this is where it came from because, you know, this is what's being reported by the people that precede me on the news. But the crazy thing is he was trying to get Jon Stewart to basically shut up. Yep. Meanwhile, if you knew anything about Steve Colbert, where did he get his start? With Jon Stewart. On the Daily Show, right? Yep. So it was just kind of interesting, especially now in retrospect. Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> It, oh God! It's it, uh, 
and I feel like a lot of it just comes back to it comes back to how can we blame Trump for this? And again, this isn't a plug to say, you know, you know, we're, we're not, we're not here to, you know, to really endorse Trump for anything. I think you and I have both made it pretty clear. <laughs> of course we, we really don't like the guy, but I feel like from a political standpoint, that's what it's all coming down to. Right. And, and, and we're, yeah, we're losing, we're losing the battle. We're, we're, we are losing everything related to this and while we are tearing ourselves apart the chinese communist party is laughing all the way to the bank it's it is absolutely mind-boggling how how because this somehow always gets back to donald trump that the left basically see asks the question, is the enemy of my enemy my friend or my enemy? And they don't view the CCP. I'm convinced the left does not see the CCP as their enemy, but more so as their friend, because their, con their common enemy is Donald Trump. Yeah, it's... There's so much to unpack with that. <laughs> you know, uh and i'm i'm not suggesting by any stretch of the imagination that 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 the left wingers in this country or the democrats are are absolutely for the chinese communist party i don't think they are at all let me let me make that very clear but because right. both have the common enemy in donald trump right well the, let's not forget in the beginning of covid donald trump was specifically saying that the origins were were china right uh -huh. and uh, immediately the opposition left went to you know defcon 3 and saying that his comments were xenophobic nancy pelosi was walking around chinatown saying that everybody should go there number one <laughs> what a difference a few weeks make where there's no social distancing like you know everybody should come down um but it was xenophobic. It was it was insane to even talk about it. If you mentioned it on social media, you were immediately flagged. Why? Obviously, yeah. now we're finding out, and this is why it becomes even more in a broader issue. Because if we're finding out that the FBI is involved in social media and they're saying that you're not allowed to talk to it, why is that? Why is that? Because now it expands. Like why? I mean, so I mean, this this article I saw, the FBI for quite some time now and assessed the origins of the pandemic are most likely a potential lab incident. What do you mean for quite some time now? Because for such a long time, we were barred from even talking about exactly. it. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And I mean, I know you will, this is probably something that you've paid more attention given the fact that you're, you're you know, you're, it involves health. So I yeah. imagine that you're going to pay more attention to this, but it, it, it's just, it, it's insane. I mean, China has it, been doing its best to try to thwart and obfuscate efforts to identify. Uh, obfuscate. Obfuscate, sure. That's a word that's in my <laughs> repertoire. Efforts to identify the source of global pandemic. So basically now we're saying, I mean, that, you know, China's trying to make it more difficult, which is I or not. But they, but they have from the beginning. They and have that, from that's the, the thing. But now we're talking about it because after they shoot, they flew a balloon over us, now we're going to be like, you know, China is, is, is a... They're kind of bullying us here, but but this never would have happened if if, if the Republicans didn't, didn't win back the House. This would have been this would have been left to go the way the way it was going. I'm I'm absolutely confident of that because this is the exactly Democrats. Why you need balance. 
because the the Democrats had no no interest whatsoever to to admit even even to the slightest degree that that Trump probably was right on this on his initial assessment and what their what their initial intelligence that they were getting on this and yet it was just it was just completely swept under the rug now again it, the the point of this is not well, you know, we're 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 going back and saying, "Oh, see, I told you so." No, that's not the point of this. The point of this is is to provide further evidence that we need to stop all funding going to, to China for any research that they're doing, especially when it comes to stuff like this, because they have no problem being sloppy with their research to kill millions of people around the world. In fact, I was just looking at, at figures for for total COVID deaths, and I, I made a mistake a couple 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 episodes ago i said there's 20 million people that died from covid worldwide johns hopkins figures put it at about 6.8 million people worldwide a little over 1 million come from the united states alone okay. now hold on time out there now is this people died from covid or people died with covid i, I don't know i, yeah, I haven't exactly. I haven't, okay. I haven't looked at all their all their all their death certificates to split it out for you. <laughs> no, because remember, wasn't that a wasn't didn't that start to come to light towards the the tail end of this? That, that was that was a, a a total right wing issue that was going on. And what people don't understand about that is that it's difficult to really assess exactly what people die for in hospitals. In fact, a vast majority of people who have who have cancer and die from cancer die from severe infections, but their their death certificate doesn't say that they died from an actual infection. It says that they died from cancer. So those numbers are actually severely undercounted. So that has nothing to do with COVID. And yet these these right-wing fucking zealots, which I have to call them, even though a lot of them are are my friends and family, I have to call them out on it because they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. And it's aggravating as hell to have to deal with that. Oh, well, you know, this person had a broken leg. They went into the hospital and they counted it as COVID. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Anyway, I... I, I I'm going to get way too pissed off to start talking about that. but <laughs> Well, I mean, I think even now you could look back at that because I, I heard people saying that myself and it was just like, okay, they went in for a broken leg and then they ended up dying and they said it was COVID. Well, well, I don't think it was the broken leg that killed them. So I think it would be a fair assessment to say that maybe it was the COVID. Exactly. I mean, the likelihood of you dying from a broken leg is extreme. It's not zero, but it's extremely, extremely low. The well, chance well, yeah, of you We're not contracting... in the middle ages here. You didn't lose yeah. it in a joust. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's the antibiotics now, and that's primarily what you need, right? I mean, aside from getting the bone set and everything like that. I mean, that's I mean, if you're yeah, if it's not a compound fracture, then you're fine. It just has to get set. But um I I forgot what I what I was talking about before I before I got all fucking fired up about it. <laughs> COVID numbers. Yeah, so so COVID numbers. So so I was I was just, you know, I was just for shits and giggles, I was looking at the numbers from from Johns Hopkins University that has been kind of keeping track of all this worldwide since the beginning. And about 6.8 million people worldwide died from COVID within the past three years or so. So I was looking at the numbers, you know, in terms of like, you know, percent percent death rate in terms of infections and all that other stuff. United States was like 1.1%. Peru was like 4.6%, which is like the highest worldwide followed by Mexico. I was looking at China's numbers. Okay, so the United States had over a million people that died from COVID. China, you know how many people died in China from COVID, or at least were reported as being as be, as have died from from COVID. 
Oh boy. Um, four million. One hundred thousand. Oh, that's fairly low. Hmm. Yes, so because you... they this because it came from their lab and they had the vaccine the whole time. They knew how to treat it. Do you now? Do you really believe? In a country of 1.3 billion people, that only 100,000 people died from this. I would believe it. I, I'm going to start up by saying no, I don't believe it. But I would believe it if the the off the wall answer that I just gave prior to giving you that answer was accurate, which it, would further show that this was in fact weaponized. Yeah, it, it, if they in fact showed four million people that had died from COVID, I would I would believe it a lot more. One hundred thousand, not not a fucking chance. I'm trust I'm trusting that number, not a chance. Do you know how many? Do you know how many people? How many reported people had COVID from North Korea? Zero. One. 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 You know how many people died in North Korea from COVID? Zero. Six. <laughs> so you know, you, you know, you know what North Korea's mortality rate was from COVID? A hundred six hundred percent. Six hundred percent. That's exactly what how it was fucking listed in there. Now, I, I mean, can you trust anything coming coming from North Korea? Absolutely not. I mean, no. the, 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 so, Kim Jong Il sh- shot his first round of golf ever. He he shot like a, a twenty seven. <laughs> he had like six hole in ones. Yeah, guys are natural. <laughs> he could have been something on the PGA tour, probably with his fucking blockhead haircut. By the way, which is an actual story that was relieved. I'm not making that shit up. Like he really said that he golfed like that. I mean, the scores I'm just throwing there out there arbitrarily. And I think if you actually looked up what it was reported as, you'd find it even more crazy. Jesus Christ. But the the, the point I'm trying to make here is that you I, I mean, with with the whole thing with um with these balloons that that traversed the entire Pacific Ocean and flew over sensitive military sites, sensitive nuclear sites here in the United States just a month and a half ago. Okay. That on top of uh, on top of the CCP's uh intellectual property theft, on top of them constantly trying to hack into our into our uh, our military or, or sensitive electronics and all that other stuff. On top of them devalue, devaluing their own dollar and, and doing shady shit on the world market, dumping products onto the world market like garlic, steel, uh, timber, chicken, everything. On top of the bullshit that they're, that they're trying to feed you about COVID, there is not one thing, not one fucking thing about the CCP that can be trusted at all. And anybody that tries to defend that narrative is culpable in that as well, as far as I'm concerned. You cannot fucking trust the CCP for anything. And and to think that that you're going to leverage their, their lack of credibility just to try to defeat one of your own political enemies on your own soil so you can stay in power is fucking treasonous as far as I'm concerned. It's it is absolutely mind boggling. Okay, here's another example. Tell me if this is suspect or not. So the Capitol, the Capitol Hill, the first Capitol Hill hearing on COVID origins was on what day? 
just guess. Give me give me a, a date that you think uh, that it happened. My I cut out. What was the example? So the what, what day did the first Capitol Capitol Hill herring occur for COVID origins? I, I, everything pretty much shut down for at least uh, two months. I would say three months in. So maybe some March. Everything shut down. April, May, June. I would say. No, no, no. The 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 recent herrings that that occurred oh, on recent. Capitol Hill. Yeah. Oh, uh, I don't know. Uh, just happened a couple weeks ago. Just a, yeah, just fairly Mar- recently. March 8th. I was going to say two months ago, but even even this month, okay. Yeah, March eighth. Okay. <laughs> I was going to go generous and say uh, January, but okay. <laughs> All right, so so March eighth, and it, it was pretty telling with some of the information that came out on that. Okay, okay. Um, there was a paper, a preprint, preprint paper, scientific paper that was published out of China that was um, discussed or investigated by the WHO or in collaboration with the WHO on origins of COVID that linked some of the genetic material back to raccoon dogs. So this was something that just came out like yesterday. What's a raccoon dog? It's a type of dog that apparently is, is sold for its pelt and meat in some of these exotic animal markets in, in China. Okay. So there, there's thought that, that the raccoon dog potentially may have been, you know, suspect in, in spreading uh, the, the coronavirus to human beings. Okay. Sure. We got a raccoon dog. Yeah. So there you go. So it's a dog that looks like a raccoon. Um, Pretty fitting. Yeah. So guess what day that particular... Now, now, here's something to keep in mind. This was data that they had collected probably about three years ago, right around the time that the pandemic broke out when they first started getting genetic material around that wet market. So they've had this information for three years. Guess when, when that paper got published so i before you say capitol hill herring was was march 8th 8th. right yeah i'm gonna say within the week after march 12th okay we just learned about it a couple days ago or yesterday march 18th so don't you think that the fucking timing is absolutely spectacularly impeccable that china had this data for three years they withheld a lot of data from a WHO investigation back in 2021. And the WHO had to go back to say, you know, they didn't disclose all the data that they had. In fact, there were a lot of international scientists that said that that investigation was done too hastily. Why? Why why would China try to rush this information out or try to like, you know, kind of kind of, you know, cut corners on this investigation? Why? Mm. If why if they now? have nothing to hide. Why why would they cut corners on, on an investigation like that? Why would they hold on to this information, then publish it when they had it for three years, then publish it just when the, the US government is, is trying to really investigate what the origins of this is? I don't know of any other country on earth, quite frankly, I haven't searched for this, but I don't know of any other country on earth that has had hearings to say, you know, what are the origins of, of this particular virus? It was it human or, or was it a lab leak or was it actual zoonotic in, in origin i don't know of any other countries that are doing it except for the u.s so, so it just so happens we're kind of holding their feet to the flame but there's already tension with everything with number one taiwan there's everything that's in uh, the, you know the tension because of the the balloons 
And do you think that because this is coming up now, it's like, well, now there's more traction that's being gained to garner, kind of garner uh, an anti-China statement where they're just like, all right, listen, we need to to throw something out there. Yeah, that's exactly what I think is going on. And yet you have these left wing fucking nutbags in this country that want nothing to do with the, they, they They don't want to hear about this. They immediately dismiss it as as right wing lunacy. Now I'll, I'll be I'll be honest as as somebody who had followed this from the very beginning, I can tell you with confidence that nine hundred ninety nine times out of a thousand, this is zoonotic in origin. In fact, I said that for several episodes. We talked about a potential lab leak theory, and I and I know I've said more than likely this is natural in origin because Mother Nature is very good at producing viruses that can cause pandemics in, in amongst the human population. In I fact, mean, yeah, we one... touched on the history of them. Exactly. Exactly. So even from my perspective, I said the possibility of this being a lab leak is very low, but that was with the understanding that everybody was being completely transparent in everything that, that was going on. But now three years later, as we look at all this, we know now that China was not being completely transparent in all of this. My first suspicion of that looking back in time was the day, the, the fucking moment that the WHO declared a public health emergency of international concern. I clearly remember Dr. Mike Ryan. He's, he's one of the, one of the head honchos of the, the, the WHO that's been on, on a lot of these, these uh, public hearings or, or these press briefings that, that they had from, from the very beginning. I don't know if he's from Ireland or he's from fucking England or wherever the hell he's from. Um, they, they said, yes, we are declaring a public health emergency of international concern or a FAIC. That, that's the acronym that they used. Literally, the next fucking sentence was, you know, um, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be blaming or stigmatizing the 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 Chinese for this because it probably originated from from China because we don't we don't want there to be any any sort of racial discrimination against the Chinese for this. Hold on a second. So, so we have a new pandemic on our hands. Okay, that at that time in January of 2020, we didn't know what the effects would be. And in hindsight, it killed close to 7 million people worldwide. But at that time, you were, you were more concerned about the stigma that it would have against the Chinese than you would on the consequences it would have throughout the rest of the world. So why, why is it that we keep coddling the Chinese? And I, I don't mean the Chinese people specifically i mean no, the chinese communist no, the party. government yeah exactly I, I i find it very interesting that I, I would like to know if other countries have that same perspective i mean like you said i mean we're the only country that's doing these hearings right but also you know why have we become this as a society here in america especially that we are too afraid to announce the origins of where a, a particular pandemic essentially came from because we're worried about being offensive on top of the fact that we're so worried about being offensive to people with this whole gender issue like it's just it's gone overboard right i mean granted i mean when you look at the origins of 
like the Spanish flu, for example, I mean, we find out that it was actually, I think, what, Kentucky, I think there was a lot of origins that were involved in. in Kansas. Can, Kansas, okay. Yeah. Um, but Kansas State actually beat Kentucky. Kentucky was my choice to win. The final, we're going to going from later in the final floor. This really <laughs> fucked my bracket up today, but they were beat. Let's by go, UConn. They did win tonight. So, um, by the way, sidebar, did you see the interview after the game? I didn't know. I didn't understand a word that kid said, but congratulations <laughs> to them. So, I mean, the thing is, like, you, you know, I mean, I, I get it. If they're, you're looking at it from a broad spectrum, you're like, well, we shouldn't be calling it the Spanish flu. We shouldn't have called it the Spanish flu because the origins weren't even there and it's stereotyping and saying that these are the people responsible for all the deaths that came from that. So now are we supposed to be a more enlightened bunch where we're not going to be saying that this is Chinese in origin because we don't want to be offensive where we're not looking at the actual facts. I mean, look at what Donald Trump, he was making made fun of. He's like, uh, I call it the Chinese virus because it comes from China. From China. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, when he's saying that and it's just like, it's crazy. Like he said, you know, we, we said earlier, it's just like this whole idea that it was all xenophobic and just like, Come on, people. Exactly. Like, we're, the, the, we're not. The, we're not the making fun of people. We're not saying that, you know, your average Chinese citizen is responsible for bringing this over. It's just the fact that it was trying to be the cover. And, and I get, like, when you were saying, like, you know, a lot of the origins seem to be organic in nature. And I, yeah. I would still hold that to be truth evident. Yeah. However. I, I'm not dismissing it altogether, no. to be clear. Right, but when you go back to the whole overall picture of it, that's exactly. when the whole gain of function comes into it, and exactly. that's why the fact that it was right next to the Wuhan laboratory that you know gained some more attraction because Fauci was actually, as we learned as this whole thing went off, he was responsible for funneling money and donations to this laboratory that was searching out gain of function research. Now, what people don't understand about gain of function research is it actually makes it so you know you're looking at ways to to modify a virus and in, in, in some ways make it more communicable between, you know, between hosts, essentially. Is that correct or incorrect? Yeah. So it, it either, it, it does one of three things, either makes a pathogen more transmissible, more virulent means, meaning it can make you sicker or both. So that that's what gain of function research is. So, if you look at a lot of our a lot of um, bioterrorism agents like anthrax, smallpox, um, and then some of the other ones as well, these are all pathogens that are manipulated genetically in some way, shape, or form to either make them drug resistant or to make them more virulent. And that that's that's basically gain of function research. Now, yes, you can make the arguments. Yes, we do gain of function to see. You know, in this scenario, if we manipulate this part of the virus's genome to make it more transmissible, you know, what kind, you know, can we through computer modeling, uh, you know, kind of get an idea of what what effect that would have on on the human population? And if that is the case, if it kind of gives us like a doomsday scenario, then yeah, let's against this particular strain of the virus, this genetic sequence that we're manipulating, we need to develop a vaccine against it, so then people can can kind of be ahead of the curve. So yeah, I get. I mean, I'm 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 not going to say we shouldn't be doing any gain of function research whatsoever. I think we probably should because we need to understand how these things are going to evolve. But my bias in all this is that it needs to be done in an environment where the appropriate protocols are put into place, and not have some sloppy fucking uh, security protocols that are there 
that allows something like this to leak out into the general population. And next thing you know, you fucking murdered 7 million people in three years. Right, because we can go back to the fact that this labyrinth in particular had been flagged for violations leading up to this event. Exactly. Yeah. And and yet we we continue to to send money there. Right. But you, exactly, exactly. But you wonder what kind of kickbacks were going on there. But, you know, you're talking about gain of function. I mean, I remember one quick snapback he, he actually had during an interview. So he was like, you know, he asked the question to, to the person that was interviewing him. Did you get the flu shot this year? So I'm like, yes, yeah, I have. Well, you received that flu shot because of gain of function research and ways to to see how, you know, uh, yeah, viruses try to develop mutate. a vaccine, right? Yeah. Viruses mutate and and become more successful, if you will, in infecting yeah. people. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. A lot that we've learned over the past couple of years, and it's interesting because even now, still, like, seeing you know, I mentioned those lovely ladies on the View, like. She, it's crazy because this came up, and the, the 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 way they continue to blindly try to defend the original story, like okay, instead of covering it as like as, as we are now and such and other, you know, alternative news sources. Like I said, I don't even I don't I don't really consider us a news source. I mean, we could be a source for some people, but I, I we're more or less pundits ourselves. But yeah, like who I, I like to think that we just take kind of an approach and look at things from a more, like more of a perspective from the average middle-class citizen. Whereas in, you know, somebody that's kind of being spoon fed, we, we're just taking our own information and kind of digesting it how we will and put it forth. So in a more common sense kind of perspective, if you will, but yeah. that being said, you know, there's a lot of people, you know, like I mentioned, they tend to lend their political discourse, if you will, towards the lady from The View. And that's fine if that's what you want to subscribe to. However, you know, pull some of those things and just kind of realize, I mean, for, for example, one little snippet that I had seen was that, you know, Whoopi Goldberg, she's talking about how, you know, when they're now talking about how the origins could be different than what they were saying initially, and then blah, blah and they're going on. And then all, immediately, it's just like, well, let's shift it. Let's put this, like you said, the, the the idea to still blame it on Donald Trump still exists. It's fucking fascinating. It's crazy that people still subscribe to that idea, though. I mean, where this person is clearly influenced because they just, number one, they just don't like Donald Trump, which we've already established, as you had just several minutes ago, that we don't support his ideas anyway. But, you know, just to pull to not make a rational decision separated from whatever your political leanings may be. It's, it's just, I don't know. I, I can't, but in, in even, you know, just getting, getting away from celebrities. And I, I know we've, we've probably over overstayed our welcome with this particular subject tonight, but it just, it, it's, I just, what I've seen within the past 24 hours, just with this report that's come out about raccoon dogs and, what now? I have to read a little more on it. I'm wild when they look the... so cute and cuddly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, especially if they give you rabies. Hey, so shots. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it it's like immediately these these anti Republican, anti Donald Trump, anti right wing, far left wing supporters not celebrities not political pundits talking heads whatever just commoners just like me and you are just just staunchly defending that idea that nope lab leak 
lab leak theory is, is completely dismissed at this point. The evidence is clear. No, I'm sorry. The evidence is not clear. It's still pretty fucking murky as far as I'm concerned. And yet they, they just blind allegiance to that ideology. It is absolutely mind boggling. It's and like it, and it's not, it's not describing things like, well, you know, well, the Atlantic came out with an article and it said this, and then this is what, what's being reported on it. It's, it's, it becomes personal attacks on, on people who are questioning, you know, the possibility of, of a lab leak theory. Mm-hmm. It, it just becomes attacks on them. It It's not, it's not real objective discourse to say, you know, we let's, let, let's exchange ideas. How about, you know, I have a null hypothesis. You have a null hy- hypothesis about this. Let's let's debate it. Let let's discuss this. Let's put all the puzzle pieces together to see and, and to try to come to a consensus on on what this is. Now, yeah, at the at the end of the consensus, we can say, yeah, it's still kind of murky. We don't have a lot of evidence to 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 really fully understand this, but more than likely, it's zoonotic. But there's a very good possibility that it is a lab leak. No, that's not happening. That 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 discussion <laughs> that ship has skid that ship that, has sailed that that consensus is not there anymore. Yeah, and I and I was thinking about this, and I this is probably another conspiracy theory on my part, but when you consider the the impeccable timing of this of this this scientific journal article that came out just yeah just a few days ago, raccoon dog. In comparison to when Capitol Hill had the first hearing on the COVID origins on March eighth. And considering how how China sees how we react to news about stuff like this, and with the 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 the, the Chinese spy balloons and all that other stuff, could it be okay? Could it be that they released that scientific journal article of which they had they had data on from three years previously, but they just again they just released it now on March twelfth, twenty twenty three? Did they do it purposely? To try to to try to stir up the pot again, to try to yeah. get That's Americans to, to keep fighting for yeah. infighting, because yeah, feel maybe like we it's do being... enough, a good enough job on, on our own without that. But the, but that's the thing. Like, did, did they just like put that out there to say the Americans are too fucking stupid and and too divided to really to really uh, dispute any of this data? Let's throw it out there because we know one side will will, will take our side, the other one will try to fight against us. Yeah, and it's it, it's interesting that you say that because when you were talking about this earlier, the first thing that I saw I was like, you know what? They're probably thinking like, you know, we're just going to tell the Americans anything, and they're just going to fucking believe it. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. So while, while we're fighting amongst ourselves, the Chinese are, are plotting behind our back. Oh, and, yet, and yet, and yet, we'd be doing it in plain sight, and we wouldn't see it because we're being told to look elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. And and our and our politicians and media are are accomplices in all this. Right. They 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 should absolutely be held responsible for this. Hundred percent. Speaking of being forced to look elsewhere, early last week, a. United States drone was flying over the Black Sea when it came into an encounter, lasted thirty to forty minutes with a Russian fighter jet. This fighter jet is accused of spewing fuel on it before running interference enough to make it crash into the to the bottom of the Black Sea where it remains now. They're saying that Russian is tr- Russia uh, is trying to intercept this uh, 
which understandably is so. See, the thing is, and, and then of course, um, last Thursday, uh, video was released that was declassified, which I found it interesting because this video was all of about maybe a minute and a half that they display, but they were referring to the Tucker Carlson video of the January 6th as cherry picked and finding the, yeah. the, the right parts. I mean, in this, you see the, the fighter jet basically, you know, spraying, a. a a mist which is believed to be jet fuel mm-hmm. it was funny when this initially had and they, they, they were when this initially happened they were talking about it as you know what an environmental disaster this was because there was jet flu i i i when i when i heard that, all over the middle east when when i heard that from our dod representative i i don't know if it was fucking secretary austin that, that came out and 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 said this i'm like we're on the brink of world war three okay we're on the brink of world war three in a direct confrontation with russia and china let's be very very fucking frank with that and possibly north korea and iran as well i don't know of any other country that would probably try to step in to try to help us because they're all too much fucking pussies to be quite honest so we're on the brink of World War III, which potentially has nuclear options associated with it, literally. We're, we're, we're on the brink of starting our own fucking internal civil war again because we fucking hate each other here in this country. And yet our, our, our DOD representatives that were reporting on this have the fucking audacity they have the cojones the balls to say this is environmental irresponsibility really <laughs> really so that's why we did it i there's it, it is I it's fucking insanity it is absolute insanity it like, is insanity what, what the fuck is going as on far here as that's what you're gonna say is the biggest Holy issue with this shit. but i think there's other things to consider. I mean, aren't we not involved over there? We're only helping out Ukraine. Like, why are we? Should the bigger question be like, why are we flying a fucking drone over there anyway? Like, this is by Ukraine. Like, this is by their conflict. Do we think it's really that crazy that Russia has a fighter jet flying over a war zone for them? Is yeah, it really no, that not crazy at all. To believe, like, no. why? Like, it should be more weird for people to ask. Well, why the fuck are we flying a drone in there? Mm-hmm. Well, that is true, and and that's the thing. Like nobody, and 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 I think this is this is just to solidify more support for Ukraine against Russia to say, oh, look what Russia did. They they fucked up one of our drones. Like rah rah, you know, go Ukraine, fuck Russia. Which, in the grand of, scheme of, of things, like it, it's I don't mean to cut off your point, but you're like they fucked up one of our drones, which is basically an RC airplane. <laughs> Russia, Russia ruined one of our RC airplanes, and we're pissed off about it. Well, I mean, it it is a thirty million dollar fucking it, it remote is. controlled airplane. It is, but they, they <laughs> Russia destroyed one of our toys. So they <laughs> bumped mad. into it. We're mad. They bumped into one of our toys. It's not fair. <laughs> but it's just, oh my god, it 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 is. It's. Like if it weren't real, this would actually be a pretty fucking funny movie. Like I think I think this, like what's occurring nowadays, would probably give Idiocracy a run for its money. 
it just just a level of blatant stupidity is is just it's fascinating yeah it is it's it's just like but we I, eat it up but we eat it up but this is just more of what you were saying it's just like this became a distraction for most of the week it's filler it's filler like it, it became this filler for the news because if they're forced to report something else you, it's like they they worry what's going to get dug up yeah and what what's completely left the 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 newsreel or the 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 news uh or whatever the hell you want to call it the news the cycle whole, yeah the news cycle <laughs> the the train derailments right the several that have occurred not just the one in ohio several mean, that have occurred you mean the 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 small minor nuclear <laughs> epicenter that has become <laughs> east palestine ohio yeah yeah, it's it's insane. I I it's I I don't have words for. It. I'm I'm usually pretty good at at you know putting into words what I what I think. I, I don't know what to say anymore about all this. That's right, buddy. We're a little ways into this. We're running out of steam. But <laughs> I, I just thought it was insane that that the the fact that there was no questions as to ask. Like this isn't our war zone. Like why are why are we over? Why are we, <laughs> exactly. Why are we mad that this number one. I mean. Number one, why are we in there? And number two, like it, it's just risk. Like you said, how off, how expensive was our was our RC airplane? Yeah, thirty million dollars. You said. I mean, why are we sending something with that much value into yeah. such a hostile environment that we aren't participating in? So yeah, and this is the funny thing about it is that we're so upset about China flying something are over our airspace. Now, granted, it was over our airspace as opposed to international airspace, even though we knew supposedly when they fucking launched the thing. So it, it, we could have intercepted it over international airspace. We're so upset about that. <laughs> but we are fucking furious when Russian downs one of our fucking aerial objects. Over uh, a war zone. <laughs> it's fucking... It's... Holy shit. Yeah, I mean, look at that map I, I just put on there. Like, there's Ukraine, and this is where it happened. So, I mean, I don't. This this obviously is not to scale. There is a scale there, so 100 miles. So, I would say like maybe 250 miles, which with a a jet fighter is not that far. No, like it's it's like a half it's hour. It's like a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And last but not least, I mean, this is something that's been sitting in the hopper for a couple of weeks now. We haven't gone <laughs> to it, and it's really, it's it's so silly. It's so silly. And we've been talking about the Chicago mayor, Lori Lightfoot, who finally, finally is out of office. And it, she loses her election, not considered for the runoff election, which they're having, which obviously by now has taken place. But... Blaming the fact that she lost on her race, on racism and gender, not taking into consideration that one of her, one of her, one of her um, opponents was actually black himself. <laughs> I mean, to ask her what happened, I'm a black woman in America. Of course, of course, I lost a black woman in America. So did you lose to a black guy? Yeah. I, I don't know. Like... I hope with all of my being, well, most of my being, because there's other things I care about too. I hope that 
new leadership in Chicago like starts to make somewhat of a difference. Yes. Because Chicago, for all its intensive purposes, they're one of our greatest American cities, home of the Chicago mm-hmm. Bulls, who were home to to Michael Jordan and so much story. It, it just in the nineties, it was just that's what it was. It was just yeah. Jordan in the nineties. I don't know what kid didn't want a pair of Jordans. Even to this day, Jordans are one of the top selling sneakers of all time. Mm-hmm. Chicago Blackhawks, one of the original six in the NHL. Yep. Chicago Bears, history career in, in Soldier Field in Chicago. I don't know what else they have. Chicago, <laughs> Chicago, I mean, the Chicago Cubs, style they, pizza. Cubs, they finally won a World Series, right? They're back yeah. on the map. They play in a, in a stadium from 1913, but, you know, I think you pee in a trough. It's so old. But I mean, it's a great American city and and I would like to see them get back on their feet. And unfortunately, violence has just plagued that city for so long that there needs to be some kind of reform that just, because what's happening there is not working clearly. Yeah. 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 I mean, the, the, and this is just, and this is a a more, more evidence of distraction. Like, let me let me let me you know shine this shiny object over here to not show you what's actually happening over here. Oh, look what I just found. Okay, so Chicago mayoral candidate struggles to defend past support for defund the police movement. Oh boy. Oh, things got interesting. Cook County Uh-oh. Commissioner Brandon Johnson, who is seeking to become Chicago's next mayor, struggled this week to defend past comments he made that signaled support for efforts prioritized by the defund, defund the police movement. Mm. During a Tuesday night mayoral forum hosted by anti-violence groups, which obviously this is big in Chicago, like we were just saying, Johnson, who was advanced last month to meet in a runoff election in April against former Chicago's public school CEO. They have a CEO in charge of public schools in Chicago. (laughs) Chief Executive (laughs) Officer Paul Bialis Bias, was pressed on past remarks he made on the issue of ABC... uh, 7, a local, local news station out there in Chicago. In a December 2020 appearance on WCPT, you said that from the police um, was, quote, an actual real political goal, unquote. Wow, this that's pretty damning when you have people who's probably the biggest reason I would say that they didn't, I mean, obviously not living in Chicago, but just looking at it from an outsider perspective, I feel like the biggest reason to not reelect Lori Lightfoot would probably be the crime. I mean, it became a, a, a weekly headline you know how many people were involved in gun violence over the prior weekend and how many deaths mm-hmm. there were attributed to gun violence and and how bad things are they were calling it I, I think it was i don't know if it was hbo that did that or if it was vice news but they did a segment basically highlighting the violence in chicago and they were referring to chicago as chirac <laughs> yep i've heard that several times yeah yeah it's it's a and that's the thing it's not like it's not the middle. It's not like you know downtown Chicago. I I was there last April, and I was there again over the summer. And downtown Chicago is fucking awesome. It's so nice. Like there, I I can't imagine any violence happening there whatsoever. It's usually the surrounding communities, uh, the more poor communities, where you get a lot of the violence that actually occurs. So when we say Chicago, we don't mean the inner sit like the 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 downtown area or the Gold Coast or whatever the hell it's called of uh, uh, for Chicago. It's definitely not happening there. It's like the neighborhoods that you see when you watch something like Chicago PD or Chicago Fire. 
those are pretty good examples of where lots of that, like the majority of that violence occurs. Right. It's a large city. I mean, we, yeah. one of my coworkers, he was in Chicago when there was a big shooting that it was at a parade a few months ago now, maybe about a year ago now. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his, he said his family was reaching out like, hey, are you okay? You good? He's like, where that happened, it's about 45 minutes away from where I was. Yeah. And it's all considered Chicago. I yeah. mean, don't forget, I mean, we have New York City, right? New York City yeah. is Queens, Manhattan, Brooklyn, you know what I mean? Staten yeah. Island. Um, it, it's comprised by five, five boroughs. I don't know what the makeup of Chicago is, having never been there, but it's, yeah. But hopefully Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, got, it's, it's got its areas kind of like that, but it's, it's, it's a big fucking city. But yeah, I mean, Lori Lightfoot to have the, the like, like, and the balls that she has to say it's based on gender and racism has nothing to do with the fact that you fucking suck at your job. And, right. and, and, and when you look at the, at the, at the results of that runoff election, there were 17% of the people that voted, voted for her. Like, right. what, what the fuck are you thinking? And this is the, this blind allegiance that I'm talking about that is absolutely sickening. Right. Everything that's going oh on there, God. they still thought that that 17% of the people thought that she was still the best option. Well, maybe when you're looking at it, who's going to be tough on crime, the CEO of the Board of Education. <laughs> or Beetlejuice. Oh, or Beetlejuice. Yeah, I mean, I would run my chances with the CEO of the school system. <laughs> I don't know. So I had this picked out for last yeah. episode, but we weren't able to get it done. We were talking about March 8th as far as the opening statements of the, the hearings against the, 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 the origins of the Lab League. The next day, March 9th. Mm-hmm. What's that? Rest in peace, Biggie Smalls. March 9th. Oh, those, those rapper days. Of, was, the greatest down. rapper of all time died on March 9th. Come on, man. I would dispute greatest rapper of all time. Arguably. It was a greater time back then, though. <laughs> I'd say Tupac was the greatest. <laughs> He's good. Yeah. It's a good song. All right, folks, that's all I got for this week. Yeah, I'm fucking mentally exhausted right now. Same. Thanks for tuning in. Appreciate you taking the download. Questions, comments, concerns, Ocho Innocent at Yahoo.com. Name in town, name in town, name in town. Let's know where you're from. (laughs) Peace out, folks. Peace.